Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Battles, a strength and conditioning coach and the founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism. The Practice Brave Podcast brings you the relatable, trustworthy, and transparent health and fitness information you're looking for when it comes to coaching, being coached, and transitioning through the variables of motherhood and womanhood. If you're a pregnant or postpartum athlete or a coach working with this population, this show is specifically designed for you. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the Practice Brave Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about the six-month mark of removing my breast implants. And I got them just about two years ago to date. So it has been quite a process of, of recovering. But for the most part, I am just, I feel so good. And I want to share about some of the improvements that I have experienced since getting my implants removed. If you have not listened to episodes 32 and 33 of this podcast, I would really encourage you to do so because that has a lot more context about why I got them in the first place and some of the symptoms that I had and just like a lot more detail of that and like some of the returning to exercise considerations I took. So again, if you have not listened to episodes 32 and 33, definitely check those episodes out. So again, today I am a little over six months post-op from getting my implants removed after having them for just about a year and a half. And I feel really grateful because my body feels so good and I don't have this, I guess like this variable in my body of, okay, am I going to need another surgery? And there is technically a foreign object in me, just the possibilities of what can happen with implants over time. I'm just glad they're out of my body and it's not something I have to worry about. So some of the symptoms, like my main symptoms that I had, which maybe for most people, they wouldn't really notice, but I'm very aware of my body. And I knew, I knew that with, with any kind of surgery to be really cognizant of changes to my body. And I was, and that's why I knew very early on after getting implants that, yeah, I don't think these are right for me. I just don't think they're right, but I kept kind of chalking you up to the recovery process. So here's some things that have improved over the last six months. My skin is dramatically different, which is crazy because obviously I'm I'm only getting older, but any kind of like subtle acne that I had is gone. My skin is brighter. It glows more. It is smoother. The texture totally feels like it has changed. And I'm not even like a really like a skincare person where I know a whole lot about that, but just the overall health of my skin has dramatically improved. I had started getting acne on my chest which was very weird for me. And I've never been somebody who had acne, even as a teenager, it was really just here and there, maybe around my period, but nothing, nothing dramatic for me personally with acne. But after having the implants, I had more acne than I had ever had at any point in my life, whether it was just like right around my period, it would just get really bad. But again, on my chest, like between my boobs, uh, on my neck, like right at my jawline, so much acne there. And it was crazy before getting the implants out. And I haven't had that at all since removing them. My skin is really clear. I very rarely use filters on social media. So you can, you can observe that when you see me post and or in my stories. That's, that's been a huge thing that I really have noticed. My hair has improved. I've always had really thin hair, 
but I had noticed that I was just losing a lot more hair when I had implants in. When I would take my ponytail out, there would just be like a lot of hair in there. I was like, oh God. And when you already have thin hair, you're already kind of super conscious of that. And that has decreased so much since getting the implants out. Any of the flaking that I had on my scalp has decreased a lot. Don't have that anymore. And so just, I feel like the overall health of my hair and scalp has improved. I know that's like a really, that kind of takes a long time to improve, but at six months, I do feel like I've noticed uh, quite a difference. There's not as many like patches where it's almost like it was balding in certain areas or really thin. I was super embarrassed by them. So it is improving, but I also know that I think there's still uh, a ways to go with that. My overall bloating of my abdomen has improved so much. And I think that has a lot to do with um, my bowel health because I had like spurts of constipation when I had the implants in and I had never experienced that ever. My diet has been very much the same for about 10 years, even when I had the implants in. So it was weird that my body had such a hard time with them in my body and it just really affected everything. So constipation, bloating, all of that. Overall, I'm less puffy. And I had noticed that a lot in my face, in my neck, in my arms, where I just looked like puffier, not necessarily fatter, just puffed out. Like, and there's just a lot of inflammation there. And again, those of you who follow me, you know that I'm not like super woo-woo. And unfortunately, with anything breast implant illness related or symptom related, people think that you just must be, you know, like almost like a conspiracy theorist. And that is not me just really aware of my body. And I think that breast implants are, you know, they were not right for me, but I would never tell somebody else what to do. I was very conscious of my body and the changes that it experienced. And so when I saw so many things change without other explanation, that was like a huge red flag for me that these are not right for my body. So the inflammation has decreased and I actually have data to support that because my white blood cell count has gone down. It was originally outside of the normal range to the point where I was working with a hematologist, just to make sure that there was nothing like scarier going on. And they did extensive freaking testing to make sure of that because hello, anxiety and all other indicators came back normal. So, you know, like I didn't have cancer or anything like that. And it just came back to saying, Hey, like you're inflamed or there's an infection, but you don't have any signs of an infection anywhere. You would know if you had an infection. So your body is just really inflamed. And I had blood work done at about, gosh, that was like right right under five months post-op. And my white blood cell count has regulated. It is within the normal range. And that feels like a huge win for me, knowing that my body, not just from the outside is doing and looking good, but on the inside is operating better as well. As far as my exercise goes, I've been feeling really good for months now. I'd say like the first two months, I was really, really had to be conscious of my body and space and what I was doing with it. I wasn't like running a whole lot or anything like that, because obviously I wanted my breasts to heal. For those of you, if you haven't listened to episodes 32 and 33, I did. So I had a full in-block capsulectomy. And that just means they took the implant out in the capsule that forms around it. So all in one piece. And I also had an anchor lift done. So the anchor lift, I wish I could just show you my boobs right now, you guys, but essentially there's a scar under 
my breast um, under like the, the fold of my breast and then up from the center of my breast to the base of my nipple, then around my nipple. So they just kind of moved and took all that tissue, kind of moved it up and reshaped the breast. So I am so happy with the aesthetic of that. And I'll get to the aesthetic portion in a bit, but as far as exercise goes, the lift did, um, that was a significant consideration for exercise because I didn't want to have any wound healing issues or you know, like mess with that. I really wanted them to be able to heal and keep them compressed and not add uh, too much challenge. So like I always, it wasn't like running or doing anything like really high impact or dynamic. And I was not doing any like chest focused workouts. And frankly, I don't really do that much anyway, but that was something I was really conscious of. And I would encourage you to be conscious of if you get your implants removed as well. But at six months post-op, I'm training for a half Ironman. I do jujitsu twice a week. I lift four to five times a week. I can do chest movements. Again, I'm not like benching, but again, that doesn't really fit into what I'm training for and like right now anyway, but I go to jujitsu and I feel fine. And you know, your boobs kind of get squished and put in weird positions there. And there's a lot of pressure and tension adjustments you need to make. And I feel really good. I, nothing is inhibited by exercise. If anything, I feel so much more athletic by having boobs that are just in a shape that makes more sense for my body without the extra weight of the implant, even though I had really small, small implants to begin with. I'm just really happy with how I feel in my training and in what my body does. I feel like I have the ability to take a deeper breath and that is also like really reaffirming. So exercise is really great. I'm glad that I was able to be patient with the process and rebuilding. And right now, you know, like I said, I'm I'm able to do everything that I want to do, which feels awesome. One thing I will say is I still have some numbness, like in my, like my lats and certain areas of my armpit, but I'd say like mostly like my lat region. And that was just from having to get the implant out and doing the lift. So there is some numbness there, but it's not something that is super noticeable. And, you know, their swelling did last for a really long time for me. Like there was aspects of like almost like a side boob area that was swollen for, for months. And I feel like I've mostly regulated, but it is interesting feeling like that part of my, like part of my lat, especially on my right side is like number and maybe a little bit puffier, but that could also just be like the skin distribution, like just more fat on that side, like who knows. Right. But, uh, so I do want to be really transparent with that. Like not everything is like perfect, but it's certainly tolerable and like not really a big deal to me. As far as the aesthetic goes, this is the best my boobs have looked in my entire life. Like even pre-babies and all of that, like I always had like pretty big boobs, I guess. And then after kids, I just wanted the shape to be different, but the size to stay the same. That was the intention. That was that was why I got implants in the first place. And again, I talk about that more in episode 32 of the Practice Brave podcast. But I just wanted to redistribute the shape. And I was told that a small implant could do just that for someone who had breast tissue like mine, which was still, uh, what was the word that was used? Like there was still like a lot of good density to it. So just turns out it wasn't the right choice for me because when the implant went in, it just made everything bigger and heavier and did not do what I wanted to do. It actually, like my boobs looked worse with implants. And so now that they are out and I have a lift, 
I am so much happier with the aesthetic of them. I can go without a bra if I want to. And it's not weird. Like my nipples are straightforward, which is awesome. (laughs) And uh, I just, I feel really good about the shape and, and what they look like and how they feel and all of that stuff. So um, just with clothes on, without clothes on, I'm really happy with the aesthetic. Yes, I have scars, but they are continuing to fade. And I think at six months, I'm making... I mean, you can still definitely see the scars, but I think that by a year and 18 months and two years post-op, I mean, they'll be really faded. Again, I'm really happy with the aesthetic. So that part of my boob, I just like, I just don't care that that much about. I, I just feel really happy with what they look like and really happy with what they feel like. So that's the aesthetic part. Um, my overall emotions, it's just, I'm so grateful that they are out of my body, that that any kind of question mark I had about implants and uh, what they would do over time, if they were impacting my body negatively, like all of that is gone. And my body's just been through a lot and I didn't want to have any more for it to potentially go through over time. I didn't want to keep aging with implants in my body, especially if I thought like, you know what, something's up, like something's not totally right with my body and how I feel. So I'm glad that that variable has been totally taken away. I'm glad that when I go in the future and get mammograms, that there will not be anything impeding that imaging and be able to get really clear results. I believe I talked about this in the first episode, but I did have a a scare a scare where I had to go get a mammogram because I felt something on my right breast and they did find something It turned out to be nothing. But at the same time, the mammogram did not pick it up, but the ultrasound did. And I just, I, that was a huge, I had already decided to get my implants out, but after that experience and talking with the mammogram tech, I was like, this is a hundred percent the right choice because I don't want there to ever be something that gets missed or overlooked because of these tiny little implants that I just didn't like anyway. So for me, this decision really made sense. I do not carry judgment for anybody who does get implants. I think it's just incredibly important to be cognizant of changes to your body and prioritize that over aesthetics at all costs. I I mean, and I get that this can sound hypocritical in some ways because obviously I chose chose them as well. But now again, I'm happier aesthetically and I'm happier. Even if my boobs looked worse, I would just be happy that they weren't in my body anymore. It was not worth it to me. And that became abundantly clear very early on for me. And so if there is anything that you are experiencing, you don't have a lot of answers to anything like autoimmune-ish There's so many people that have breast implants and have some health issues that they're not really getting a lot of good answers for. And they're, they're just kind of reaching. They're like, what about this? What about that? And, oh, everything's normal. Everything's fine. You're healthy, but you're, you still know something's up. I would really encourage you to look into removing your breast implants. And I know that's something most people don't want to hear, but again, I'm not somebody who is like this conspiracy theorist and like, you know, they're not woo woo at all. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, when I tell people that I removed my implants, I feel like that gives off this, oh, she's one of those people. It's not though. It's just, it's for me, they were not a right choice for my body. And I think that there's a lot of both the data with the white blood cell count 
and also just observing my body like I did when I had implants and I've just been observing my body. I know my body. I really prioritize my health and my fitness. And when something is not right, that is worth pushing to like, it's worth pushing on. You need to pursue that and know why something's not right. And don't stop asking for questions and answers. So if you are looking at getting your implants removed, I would suggest not going to the surgeon that put them in in the first place. A lot of surgeons will dismiss that, you know, your implants are making you sick or will try to talk you into like, well, just get a new pair, right? Oh, you have capsular contraction, just get a new pair and it'll be fine. But your body is rejecting that. That's a sign. Okay. And I know that you want to be told what you want to hear, right? You want that like affirmed. And I get that. God, have I fallen for that a million times in my life? It's just like, yeah, confirm my bias. Tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> but that's not necessarily what we what we need. So that's why I want to have this conversation and why I try to be a really open book with this because I'm not coming at it from a place of judgment for what you do or don't do with your body. I would just really advocate for you to find a surgeon who will support you in removing them and removing them and block total capsulectomy so that nothing gets left behind so that the capsule does not stay in your body. Um, Whether you've had silicone implants or you've had saline implants, one way or the other, there's still silicone that can go into your body and you want that, that capsule removed as well. And you want to feel like your surgeon gets you and and respects you and is going to give you the best possible result. And um, so really finding a surgeon that is willing to listen to you and, and respects your decisions and your process and your symptoms and wants you to feel better is really, really key. So I will link some resources in the show notes. Again, there's a lot in episodes 32 and 33 that I think you'll benefit from listening to. And I just want to thank you for like most people who have participated in this, like this process and journey for me have been very supportive. And if you have a friend who has breast implants and is maybe having some issues or not sure if what she's experiencing is in connection to her implants, send them my way. And I can, I'm not going to be an expert on breast implants or breast implants illness or surgery or whatever. I'm not, I'm only sharing my experience from the scope of an athlete coach and woman whose body has experienced this. So again, not an expert, but I can put you in contact with good resources that will help you make the choices that you need for your body. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And thank you for passing this on to whoever needs it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are a postpartum athlete and you're really trying to figure out what next, what does my return to fitness look like? What do I do about my core, my pelvic floor? How do I get back into the movements I want to do in a way that I feel really confident about? I have you covered because I know exactly what it's like to be where you are as a coach, as an athlete, and as a mom. So I want you to download six exercises for the first six weeks postpartum. It's a free resource and it just goes over everything that I think is really important to take into consideration during those early weeks postpartum. Now, if you're ready to begin more of an exercise program, say you've been cleared by your doctor or midwife, I have a eight week postpartum athlete training program, which acts as the perfect entry back into fitness, into the gym, into the kind of movement that you want to do where it's still respecting the changes your body has gone through and how your baby was delivered, 
but it really helps connect your rehab into the kind of fitness that you want to do in a way that's relatable and fun and exactly what your body needs right now on behalf of your long-term function and performance.